policeman on the street walked into a bar. What resulted was many racially charged jokes and the formation of a podcast about fantasy literature, current affairs, anything that piqued our interest. The only constant was that we constantly went off topic and on the tangents. Hello and welcome to Tangential Diatribe. My name is Ronan V. With me as always is Leif Jor. Leif, how are you? I'm fine. Tangentials? I've never. I would. How dare you, good sir? (laughs) Don't know what means. What? (laughs) Good. Uh, It's been a long time. Uh, We've had a lot going on as of the rest of the world. Also, Leif lives very far away, so yeah, it's hard to get to. But we're back. Uh, you make it sound like I live in the woods or something. <laughs> the mountain top. You live in the sticks, mate. Do I? And sticks are made from wood. So you do live in the woods in a way. Nah. <laughs> I think it's like two stops on the train. Three. That, that wasn't a deep thought. But I feel, <laughs> the way I said it and the way I looked off into space made it seem like it was a deep thought. I'm out here writing my novel, drinking whiskey. Yeah. Um, father to a cat, husband to a nurse, yeah. Yeah, and a tiny would-be assassin with a Nerf gun. Yep, good good times. So this week we're going to, uh, I presume we both read a book at least since last time. Books? Yeah. I don't read. What? It's only nerds who read. What? Why? All right, <laughs> you listen. Um, I... Audiobooks, right? Yeah. You do audiobooks. Definitely. Uh, I don't I do not do audiobooks. Why? I, I can't wrap my head around it. Because um, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. And it's ostensibly the same thing, right? No. No? Well, um, podcasts are more like uh, everyday speech. Mm. And a book is a different... It's easier to follow everyday speech, generally. Okay. Because they don't paint a picture while they're talking. Okay. And so when you're listening to an audiobook, are you doing anything else? Uh, yeah, but it depends on the book and it depends on what. So uh, uh, back in the days when I started listening to audiobooks, it was because I was Papa Lady. Mm. And um, uh, you, when the kid is small, basically has to look at it to make sure that it doesn't jump off a cliff. Uh, okay, sorry. Constantly never blink. <laughs> Sorry, for anybody who's listening who isn't Swedish, ah, but Papa no, Lady <laughs> doesn't mean he went through a brief period of becoming a transsexual. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Papa Lady. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's just but but parental leave. Parental leave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Parental leave. And so you look at the baby, don't barely blink and like make sure that it's fine. Yeah. But the baby is too young to even do anything. Right? So there's not much interaction. Maybe you throw a ball if you're crazy, but the, at one point the kid doesn't even catch the ball. Yeah. But What? I don't know, I don't know. Anyway. You have a baby and you throw a ball at the baby. Yeah, and the baby goes, goo goo, gaga, and points and doesn't do anything with it. And in the baby's unformed mind, it's like, <laughs> why is my daddy throwing balls at me? Yeah. I can't catch shit right now. I'm training, I don't know, you gotta yeah. be a soccer star. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, so I had one ear with the uh, audiobook in, yeah. just to keep my mind occupied during that period. And since then, I've um, come to like audiobooks. But it took a pretty long adjustment period, maybe three like books. to teach yourself to... Yeah, to even see the pictures in your head the same right. way. And you can't do... So, and then I went into 
like doing the dishes yeah and i would listen to audiobook because that's a uh, simple task kind of um and when i uh, on my bike or travel to and for yeah work, I, I, I get that's that. fine but i can't do what well, two things you can't do you can't sit still mm. and do nothing uh, yeah, okay when you listen to audiobooks because it doesn't work as reading then you stop listening it's weird like right. you can for a short period period of time, but then you drift off. What I, like your so internal better, monologue overpowers the book. Sort maybe of. so. It's better to actually be on a bike. Than right. Okay. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Uh, and you can't do something too complex. You can't um, tie play, a difficult uh, play knot. chess at the same time. Like it's, okay. Yeah, it's not okay. Work. Okay. And if the book is too um, uh, too visual, mm-hmm. I would say that uh, then it's also hard. Or it, like I have a harder time with too visual, too descriptive. Yeah, and too outlandish. So if it's more descriptions of ships and planets and alien races, things you're not usually normal. Yeah, okay. Seen, then it's harder. But if it's like a sword, yeah, okay, anybody can picture a sword or a building or whatever. But it's um, if it's things you're not usually seeing, then it's harder to. Okay. Then you have to concentrate more, right? I was thinking about finally going audiobooks. I don't think I've ever listened to an audiobook. Mm. Maybe I've tried. I can't remember. But I presumed it was like a podcast. And my problem with podcasts is some podcasts, mm. I listen to every word. Yep. But a lot of podcasts, it's almost background noise. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. But there is some really, really good uh, audiobook readers. Mm. that, um, And it makes a huge difference. De- depending on the genre, um, do you find more male or female uh, readers or uh, authors or what do you call them, voices? Yeah, voices. I kind of like if the main character is female, I want a female writer, uh, reader and same. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, but then they, they sometimes read all the characters and sometimes they're different authors. So they're like two doing... Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, okay. And there's even a couple of books that have... Uh, so it's almost every character in the book is a different reader mm. and then the next step is the um, action play what's it called where they add action dramatic music and stuff in oh sure okay so it's almost like um, theater yeah yeah yeah, thing. yeah. But I don't like those. radio theater yeah I don't like those because it's really weird to hear like swords in the background yeah okay stuff. I've listened to a lot of radio plays and yeah. I like that format yeah interesting so i think it's called what's it called something audio uh, yeah i don't remember i only mm. listened to two and one was okay because it was a assassin action book yeah and it makes more sense uh but uh, when it's more political it's i don't want to hear people walking in the background when yeah yeah like yeah okay i understand yeah. that hmm, i might give it a go i was just one of the things i thought if I'm just listening to something, um, I might lose focus and then miss a bit. Mm. But then I was thinking, when I read, mm. sometimes my brain trails off and I'll find them a couple of chapters down yeah. and have to go back. Yeah. So it's not too dissimilar. No, every now and then I uh, it happens to me, but then I just go the back, skip back, basically. Yeah. 30 seconds, especially if it's something important sometimes i listen to that twice or three times what's yet. a good audio voice i presume um, not too soothing yeah yeah so there's a couple of readers i think for instance the um, what makes a good voice for you um it's hard to like it's 
if they can give the uh, different characters distinctive voices without being annoying, mm. that must be one of the most high rated, highly rated skills for me. Uh, I heard that the Brandon Sanderson's uh, audiobooks should be really good, and that guy reading those is supposed to be good. I like the guy who reads the uh, uh, Dresden Files. He's pretty good. Um, might be the same guy, actually. I've heard so. the guy who does the Dresden books is very good. Yeah. But apparently, you let, you did the last Dresden book as an audiobook, did you? Yep. Was that different? Yes, because was of the... you that told me that it wasn't good? No, so that's because of the book. Yeah, okay, the there's reader. too much going on. Yeah, no, yeah there's okay. too much battles, and battles become like a driving scene in a, a car chase in a movie. Yeah. Uh, it, the first 30 seconds are interesting, the last 30 seconds are interesting, but then there's like five minutes of it that's like, yeah, it's a road. Yeah, too much going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. What have you been reading? Read anything recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished Blood Meridian. How was it? Should I read it? Would you recommend it to me? So the, the writer is freaking awesome. It's Cormac McCarthy. Um, yeah. I think this is before The Road. Uh, and he Chronologically. Did yeah. he, he didn't write it before The Road. Wasn't it? I think this is a pretty old book. Is it? No? I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But right. his style of writing is amazing. He writes really well. But yeah. He's also very weird. So, yeah. for instance, like everything he describes is... Like he's a master of bleakness, right? Mm. So if he... Is he? Yeah, but he writes like... The road's oh, an look uplifting story of father oh. and son on a road trip, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Just enjoying life and walking in nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit dystopian thrown in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. No, but like he, he would say my... Um, like my uh, random example that's not from the books, but yeah. It's basically he, he would say, write stuff like... Oh, this exquisite purple in the lavender bushes um, mixes so well with the blood from the intestines of these kids that have been murdered. That's the type of thing he writes, but he writes it in a flowing way that he basically blended in a yeah. little bit. And that's kind of cool. But also gratuitous. As God, he's old. Yeah. For whatever reason, I always thought Cormac McCarthy was quite a young lad. But I think I get him confused with somebody else. No idea. But yeah, so, and um, this is a Western, it follows a kid and a, uh, on the, like, later stages, on the war with Mexico, and right. uh, scalping bounties and stuff like that, and um, there's some interesting characters. My, uh, if it wasn't for the one character, who is the judge, I, uh, and his main driving character, mm. um, I, yeah, I think he's probably more driving than the kid. But um, uh, I would not have liked the book. But that okay. character throws in science, philosophy. Uh, is I don't even know if it's a real character, if it's a... Yeah, now I'm spoiling, but yeah. yeah uh, stuff like that. Like there's, right. there's, That's where all the funkiness comes in. All the questions, all the weird... Is this um, a, a demon, or is it a character behaving like a demon, or is it just a chaos factor? Like, there's so many different things going on, and you have to interpret. And yeah, it's it's that's a it's a good book. It is, but yeah, it's not for everybody. I would not recommend this for anybody who does not does not like blood and gore. It's um, um, 
It's not about the blood and gore. No, it's not. It's yeah. just a mask. It's almost hiding the real book. Mm. But it's um, if you're sensitive to those things, you should not look into this. Okay. Okay. So, would you recommend it for me? Yeah, I don't yeah. think you're sensitive. To I think I am going to read it actually. Yeah. Thing Super is, good. it's yeah. it's one of them where you go. First half, I'm like, yeah, okay, I mm. see what's happening here, and then it's only in the there's a couple of pages in the first half. And it's like, oh, okay, there's some other things going mm. on, and then in the later end, it's like, I right, yeah, now I'm seeing what he's doing. I'm starting to understand the uh, pictures he's drawing. But I don't understand the book. I think I have to read it like more times, like two or three more times. Okay. To like, but the, because then you start looking at okay, so he uh, my ideas at the end of the book, can I apply them to the earlier examples that I didn't understand or didn't miss the connections kind of, and then I have to like interpret that this work with the ideas that I have about it. It's like a literary what's it called the things you're reading. English literature major thing yeah, yeah. where you analyze every part of everything, every sentence. It's yeah, sentence sure. Thing, you know? I I did the road uh, back during my course a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, did you like it? I read it a couple of times, and I I'm not a massive fan. I, it's one of those where I can go, "Wow, oh, this is genius! This mm. is brilliant!" But it's not for me. Okay. Why? It, it's just I don't really like his style of writing. I don't like the fact. He plays with grammar a bit too much for me. Okay. Um, it's lack of punctuation and things, but that's a deliberate thing in the road. Yeah. Um, it's just, and the road specifically. I don't. I can't remember if I've read anything else by him, mm. but just the bleakness. Yeah, but that's that's what I find awesome, that he has that as his layer, mm. and then you have the uh, uh, father do- uh, son story, and then everything going around. That's yeah, the sure. dystopian. He, he paints it so well, but there's still hope and love in there. And then there's... Yeah, uh, maybe... And I love dystopian things. So that's why I like yeah. that. So I probably like The Road more than Blood Meridian. Okay. Uh, because it's a Western. I don't like Westerns that much. Yeah. So... It's been a couple of years, but I remember... I remember reading The Road mm. and thinking numerous times, I'm not enjoying this book. Yeah. But then going, oh, I finished it. Yeah. You know, and then, cause I think I read it twice or three times, I can't remember. But same sort of scenario each time was, oh, this book is so bleak, it's making me upset. I don't really like this book, I don't like how he's writing. Oh, I finished it. Yeah. So he writes very well. I, um, um, if I write, read good writers, the few images that uh, they leave behind on intense scenes mm. last with me for a really long time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, and he's one of them. I remember uh, some Russian authors and stuff. That their pictures are more vivid, just by the language they use, or better. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I don't remember the same vivid pictures from fantasy books generally. I would say. Okay. Okay. Um, I I don't know what it is, but it's just a yeah a stronger impression or something. Yeah. Know. Okay. Okay. Maybe you just uh, give it more weight because, you know. No, I don't think so. I think that the narrative drives the image making. And if it's well written, it becomes, uh, can push the boundaries a little bit more. Okay, okay. I think. But I would say, like, I remember reading the, um, uh, what was it? Uh, I lost the book. I don't remember which one. Maybe 
others. I'm not sure. Anyway, there's a scene there where I remember super vividly. I don't remember anything else about the book almost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so weird. So, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Russian authors in particular are, yeah, descriptive-wise. Cormac McCarthy, Russian authors. Uh, I'm not comparing the same. No, I'm just thinking, like, uh, the most famous Russian authors, uh, there's a stoicism and a bleakness to Russian authors, but there's always beauty yeah. hidden within that. And, and it's almost as though, you know, a flower in a gulag, the flower is more beautiful because it's in a gulag exactly. rather than in a field full of flowers, it wouldn't be as beautiful. So maybe there's something there. Yeah. yeah okay. And maybe it's just me who likes that for some reason. No, no like, uh, maybe I should like Conrad McCarthy a bit more because I, I love the bleakness of... But yeah, I find the, no, the bleakness of Russian authors is a bit different. It's a bit more matter-of-fact. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, good book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blood, Mer- Blood Meridian. Um, not exactly a new book, though. No. Yeah. Not exactly fantasy either. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Western maybe. Yeah. And it has fantastical elements. Yeah. I think the what is a fantasy book? Broad strokes. Like it's hard. It's on. It's very hard to define. Yeah. What is a fantasy book? I think so too. Like. Um, uh, especially if you open up, like you have so many, you have genres, you have yeah. new styles, you have old, uh, like even those, um, the Whisper of the Nightingale floor or something like that, it's like an assassin samurai ninja story. Okay. Like that could be fantasy. Like it's kind of, yeah. they have super yeah, it's hard to say. abilities. Like, I think we're going to talk about it later, but the Times 100 list, there were a couple of books in there where I was like, is that fantasy? And then I was like, I guess it is, but... Maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. That is an uh, interesting list to be... Sh- it was. We'll, we'll get on to it. We'll get on to it. Um, and you? Have you been reading anything? Thanks. I was waiting for that feeling until I got that question. <laughs> Didn't want to just launch into it myself. I, I've read a lot. A lot of books. I can't remember. Um good book I just read and it stuck in my mind because it made me think of Dresden uh, Simon Scarrow uh, the latest book um, I've totally forgotten the name okay thanks uh, it's in the Cato and Macro uh, series okay uh, Roman Legionnaires uh, back in the day obviously back in the day <laughs> it'd be a bit weird if they're wandering around now that'd be sci-fi would it Legionnaire at a time. The Eagle? Is that the first book? Yeah, God, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, a very good book, but it's a serialization. It's basically following the career of Cato, who was an opio to begin with, and then he's risen, and now he's a tribune. I've never heard of these books. And Have you like, not? How many? 16, I think 17? it's the 17th I just read. 19. 19. Is it been the 19? The Emperor's Exile. Uh, 12th of November, 2020. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait. No. 18. Ah, yeah, no, it's just added. I think Traitors of Rome. Makes yeah, sense. that's yeah. it, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I should probably look into this. But they're very that. good. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Bernard Cornwell. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's it's a bit in the same vein as like his sharp books or whatever. Yeah. It's historical fiction. Okay. Not fantasy. There's no fantasy. No, 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 like yeah. historical fiction. Connie Gulden, same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar sort of I love thing. This. Uh, it's great though these two it's almost like um, 
it's that thing with Dresden, you know, power escalation because yeah. you got to do something more. Exactly. But then books like this, mm. you know, you don't. It's it's like detective novels in a way. Yeah. It's a new case. It's familiar people in this. They rise through the ranks. Yeah. So their access to power is a bit more. They're leading more men. Yeah. So the dynamic changes slightly, but, it's still but not too much. But it's yeah, it's exactly the same. If you like the formulaic version of it, you're still gonna love all of them. Absolutely, and he does enough that I've never lost interest. And yeah. you just told me there it's eighteen books. Yeah, I I was like maybe twelve, but then <laughs> I was like, is it more? I I couldn't remember. And I've read every single book. Yeah. Very very good. Um, but it, it made me think of Dresden. It's like. That escalation you get in fantasy, where it's like the next book, the power level has to be a bit more yeah. and a little bit more, but it doesn't. Huh? And that's maybe Dresden would have been better if he had just stayed yeah, street yeah. level magician, case by case. There's enough there. Yeah. Didn't have to go to god level magic to hold our interest. No, because it was well written. It was good book. So these books, Simon Scarrow, they're fantastic. You have Cato, who's a little bit more intelligent. Um, this book was a bit sad. I'll tell you why in a minute. It's not Don't spoiler. Spoil it. It's not a spoiler. It's in the book. <laughs> uh, very, very good. Cato, Tribune, goes back to Rome. But again, the machinations behind the emperor, whatever. Yeah. He's blamed for something which isn't really his fault. People in power, whatever, and he's yeah. railing against it. He doesn't really want to be a soldier anymore. He has to go to Sardinia and quell another rebellion. This, this is kind of funny. Uh, the Jeheg uh, assassin, uh, thief skilled assassin right. thing is a fantasy series that's also 18 books. Okay. And that sounds exactly like the plot of those books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well-trodden path. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Brust. <laughs> Let me, Simon Scarry, he's just a very good writer. Yeah. I mean, he's done a couple of series. He's one of those prolific writers yeah, who yeah. just churns out a book you say churn like one every year but it's always quality yeah it's a quality book and occasionally he goes off and does other things like he did um the young blood series about napoleon and wellington which is okay. fantastic mm. he did the blood in the scimitar which is the book i thought remember we talked about it before when you read about the siege of malta yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i thought it was that book because ah, okay. he does a huge book about that okay and it's standalone it's brilliant it's just, a, I, there's not much I can say about it. It's about a couple of legionnaires who get caught up in the machinations of power. Mm. Um, they do legionary stuff. Yeah. They're I, both very good characters. They're very relatable. Can you stop doing this? What? You talk about a book series and all of a sudden I have 50 more books I need to read. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the good thing with this is um, he knows his stuff, Sanskaro. Yeah. Like he's literally been invited by premier people around the Levant Middle East okay. to go and study with them or write books in that area because they've read his books and they've gone, you know your stuff. Ah, nice. But he and he but he writes it in such a accessible way. Does he add um, actual historical tiny pages with like, he, he does. He yeah, like, I like that. He do, I don't think he did it in this book, but normally he explains what a Roman legion is uh, divisions of power and stuff. And this battle was actually like this. He usually, again, I don't think he did it in this one, but usually yeah. afterwards he adds a little uh, afterward yeah. that says um, the events depicted in this did happen, yeah. uh, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Obviously, Cato and Marco are fictional characters, yeah, yeah, but course. generally everybody else in it yeah. is a real character. Nice. Yeah, um, that's the same way as Conan Gullen. I love that. Yeah. So. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. He's, uh, the sad thing in this is, and I, it'll change now because uh, in the next book, Macro's gone. 
Uh, uh, he's too old. He's retired. Oh, okay. So he's gone to run a pub. Um, sounds like a fitting end. Yeah, but he's back in Londinium um, in Britannia. Has he... Uh, uh, they ran into Borussia. Uh, have they... Uh, have the pub, pub owner accounted for Corona and that uh, <laughs> snows people out anymore? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a very good book. Yeah. It's very well written and there's no massive escalation of power. Yeah. He just... And I say he turns out a book, but this series has been consistent. Yeah. He's written like uh, young adult novels based on the characters, which okay. I've read a couple. They're fine. Mm. It's just very good. Right. Just Dresden, you should have done this. Yeah. But I think I'm uh, actually going to read this next. I'm mm. really high up on my list. And they're all not too long. Like you can bang one out in two days. Yeah. Easy. Nice. Um, fantastic. Anyway, would I recommend it to you? Yes, I'd recommend the whole series to everybody. Yeah. It's, it's very accessible. Of all the historical um, uh, writers, who would you write the highest? Like, uh, is he higher than Conor Golden? Is he higher I, than the other ones? I don't think you can get higher than Bernard Cornwall. Yeah, I, I think that's it. Yeah, okay. Um, and a writing style wise, whatever. Oh, do you know what? I'm just thinking of the Pillars of the Earth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Pillars of the Earth, that's by... Ken Follett? Ken Follett, yeah. yeah. Pillars of the Earth, just for the scope. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. For me, uh, the first three books in the Caesar trilogy uh, from Connie Golden is really good. Uh, they're not even that good, they just drags you in. Yeah, sure. Uh, in a powerful way. Have you read The Pillars of Earth, Ken Follett? No, oh, I don't think I have. Shit, that's... Uh, it's like, one of them, you know, uh, I think I have the book somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read mm. it. It's like, I'm going to get to this, you know. It's a bit sad because... It's the building of the... The, the, the cathedral. cathedral. Yeah. Who did, who did? I don't know if it's Ken Follett. Who's the other guy? He wrote the last books with um, Terry Pratchett before he died, the Far Earth series. Who wrote that with him? Um... W something, isn't it? No. Who is it? Let me check. Hey, Ken Follett's fantastic, and he recently just released a new one. The problem with books like that, or a series like that, is like that's a weighty tomb. Yeah. You know, you've got to get into it, but that's beautiful. Who is he? Um, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. No. That's the good Romans. No, it's the Long Earth and Long Mars and series, which are very good. Ah, come on. Almost you've written 500 books. It's kind of hard to. Yeah. Tiffany Arching is one. No, I could just both looking this up. Yeah. What? Yeah. I got it. Okay. Stephen Baxter. Is it Stephen Baxter? Anyway, Stephen Baxter did this... I don't think it is Stephen Baxter. I'm going to have to look this up because it's annoying me now. There's another one who did English um, English history, like Longbow people and stuff like that. Like like some... It's not Cornwall, somebody else. I like those series too. But they're not... Stephen good. Lawhead. Yeah. He did Agincourt yeah. and all that. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. No, it's not Stephen Baxter. Oh, God, this is going to kill me. Oh, well. There was an author who wrote this series, and it's basically about three families, okay. and it follows them from 
Like that sounds the, familiar. From yes. like the First World War. And then yeah. Skips. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh God, who wrote that? It's really famous. Yeah. Uh, it's something B, isn't it? Me and names. It'll it'll come back yeah, to me. Right. But I, I yeah, Bernard Cornwall. Yeah. I think because he's done so many different things, and anytime like Con Eagleden or even no Stephen Lawhead did in his Agincourt, and uh, Simon Scarrow. God, yeah. bloody <laughs> flaming today. Um, they all reference Bernard Cornwall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or yeah, so. Yeah, what do you think? I don't know. I think I need to read more of this. I always enjoy it, mm. but I, I kind of read one off. It's sure used to be whenever I go on a vacation where I know I'm gonna spend a lot of time by the pool. Uh, I used to always bring one historical, one fantasy, and one real book. Okay. So yeah. a real book, I mean. A, yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah, You're yeah. Ashamed of yourself. No, no, no. That's but fun. like something. Uh, popular science thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the good thing with like Simon Scar is it's one a year, mm. you know, and it it's comes nice around. Place. Read it because I, I did all the Bernard Cornwell. Like yeah. I did all the Sharp. I did. Um, who did the Hornblower? That's not Bernard Cornwell. No, that's somebody else. Anyway, I did all the Sharp. Mm. I did the Hornblower, and then I did all Bernard Cornwell's. He does the Uthred kingdoms of something a book it's about uh the saxons medieval england or whatever and the vikings and wessex and whatever the formation of england i think it was yeah because that's still going i think it's tv show now as well but so i did them all that sort of thing at one time and then i've read everything stephen law has done as well I'm looking forward to... Now I'm skipping totally. Yeah. I'm looking forward to traveling through your land, your home country, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're coming to the Irish Oh, they're doing DLC. Ireland. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to get that book. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Are you a samurai? Yeah, it's it's very good. The combat is, is very, hard? very good. No. I, no? No, it was hard. Okay. And then... I, I don't know what happened. I just the combat just clicked, okay. and now it's easy as hell. Maybe it'll get harder as well. Yeah. But the combat you, you can just initially it was really good, satisfying when you'd go through like a fort or something, yeah. and you challenge everybody and just like boom boom boom, yeah. parry everything. But now it's just it, yeah, yeah okay. just kill everybody easy. Yeah. Maybe I'm too high powered. Maybe it'll maybe you're just get a harder gamer. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Leif, <laughs> as we're going off. Oh, let me ask you something. Yeah. That's something I noticed the other day. Um, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Joe Abercrombie okay. does this, but a lot of authors do it. It's when you're in a fantasy book, Yeah. but they have like a little notation at the start of a chapter, which is a quote Yeah. that it invo- like means something to that. Yeah. But they use something from the real world. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. Does that annoy you a bit? Depends on the quote. Well, here's, like, well, here's the thing. I, as long as it's not science-based. Yeah, but doesn't that take you out a little bit? Like, if they talk about gravity and it's fantasy, maybe I'm like... Hmm. But why wouldn't you just take the quote, reword it, and ascribe it to some druid or bard or something? Like, yeah, Catherine Kerr does that. Because yeah. she has Cadwallon the druid. Yeah. And he always has little notations about yeah, things. Okay. Yeah, I, I it would be better, of yeah. course. Like, uh, doesn't Tolkien do the same? I don't know. 
And yet maybe Joe Abercrombie no, doesn't. The there's like quite a few authors who do it. Yeah. Like they'll throw in a line of Shakespeare or like from a famous general or yeah. something. Yeah. But it's from our world. How do you square that with you're in a fantasy world? What are you doing there? Yeah. Well, like I'm aware that, you know, you took inspiration from this quote. That's fantastic. And it's meaningful to this. Yeah. But why would you not just put that into your own words? Yeah. Well, then I get plagiarized. No money for I, I think Shakespeare would be all right with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I've never been one of them. I almost always skim over quotes in the beginning like that or like in talking the song lyrics. I'm oh, yeah, fuck next. that. Yeah. Poetry yeah. next. It's, Good for you, buddy. But yeah. No, I'm all right. I like read a couple of sentences. If it doesn't grab me, it's like, nope, next. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm here for the book. <laughs> oh. What do you. So you're okay with it? Yeah, I kind of. In a fantasy okay. book, though. Never bothered me because if it would have, I would have thought about it before. Oh, okay. Kind of. It, it bothered me in the past, but it's not like, you yeah. know, oh, for God's sake, fuck this book. I'm not reading this anymore. <laughs> You've taken me right out of yeah. whatever realm. I don't know. It's just something I was thinking about. Yeah. I find yeah. it weird why you would do that. Yeah. Well, people Are don't. you showing off a bit? Well, it depends. Like, if you have a cool quote that's not in Facebook memes, then sure. Like, why not throw mm. it in? Like, some of those quotes deserve more visibility, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. But still, like, I don't know. It's just, it was just a wee minor thing. Right. Leif, should we get on to the main topic? Yep. So, yeah. So, the Times... Are, yeah, the Times. Not the Times. Time. Time magazine uh, released um, 100 best fantasy bo- books yep. of, of all time. Um, what did they do the list, at least? I mean, and the list is... Well, they did. Basically, what they did... Uh, so they invited the panel leading authors... Authors. <laughs> authors. Tommy Adiema, Cassandra Clare, Diana Gabaldon, Neil Gaiman, Marlon James, N.K. Jameson, George R. R. Martin, and Sabah Tahir... Um, to pick their hundred be- favorite books. Yeah. Now, initially, when I read the list, yeah. I was like, "That's freaking bullshit." But then I read on, yeah. and those authors could only pick from two hundred and fifty books what? that um, had been nominated by the panel from Time Magazine. Yeah, and that was like fifteen people or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. The books that they could pick from was yeah. a limited field anyway. Yeah, okay. Right? Um, and that's that's basically it. Uh, that's bullshit. So the criteria for the books was originality, ambition, artistic, creative, and public perception and impact yeah, on, the on, on the genre. Yeah, uh, yeah so that, that's pretty much it. There's been a lot of fallout over this. Um, yeah, a lot of discussion, but so first of all, it's just a li- I think it's mainly the wording of the list, like the f- title of it. The hundred best fantasy books yeah. of all time. If you say a cool list that you should check because it's some interesting yeah. books here, like that, then it wouldn't be in a discussion, right? It's, it's like, the Time Magazine going, we're hyperbole. the best, yeah. and like this is definitive because we say it is. Uh, like I find the list interesting. Like just in one sentence. Yeah. What's your take on this list? At first, I was like, "This is bullshit." Yeah. Uh, 
At they first, were... I was surprised. Then I was petrified. Yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, but then I, I did a retake and I was like, okay, so it's a decent list. I got some interesting ideas to read from it. Sure. So it serves its purpose. But right. would I say, as the title says, it's the 100 best fantasy books of all time? Hell no. And even the um, uh, books in it doesn't make sense. Like, there's so many things you can nitpick about. Yeah. But my main, main problem with it is that you have two books from the same series of books. Yeah. In the same list. But I'd rather have another book of the same author or another book totally. Absolutely. Um, there's a couple of very notable with that. Very notable. Yeah. One, in, one in particular, uh-huh. which made me actually a little bit furious. Which one? Uh, do we want to... Okay. Let's go into it. Yeah, straight right. off the bat. First of all, the, the books uh, is... They're um, all good books. And they're uh, added in chronological order from the 9th century. Yeah. So it's a lot of like old things, but at the same time... Yeah, go. There, there's some old things, but the majority of it is quite recent. Yeah, and one was like a couple of weeks before. Yeah. <laughs> There, there's a couple in here which I'm like, like come on. There's no freaking way. This list for me mm. reads like um, it was compiled by people who do not read fantasy. That yeah. that's what I got from this. This for me, I don't know what the original two fifty list was, yeah. but there are such notable exception or absentees on this list yeah. that this is not a list of pe- for people. This is not a list compiled by people who read and love fantasy. Mm. This is a list compiled by people who have heard of books that are in the fantasy genre and are famous in the fantasy genre. Yeah. It, genu- that, that's what I get from this. Yeah. Uh, just because there's such omissions that it, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, it, the one thing, like a lot of things made me angry about this. The thing that made me furious mm-hmm. is Terry Pratchett is on this. Okay. But, but Terry Pratchett is on this for The Wee Men. Which, great book. Uh, it's a young adult yeah. uh, sort of splinter of the is Discworld series. Yeah, not the m- books he's famous for. Holy shit. <laughs> the Wee Men? <laughs> the, the Discworld series. Yeah. Guards, guards, yeah. witches, uh, Mort. Yeah, Mort. Like, everybody who's Holy ever read fantasy shit. has been recommended Mort at some point. <laughs> it's outrageous it's more the best fancy book ever no yeah but should you read it yes yeah and if you were to pick a terry pratchett book yeah probably one of them like it's <laughs> it's frankly it, it made me angry because if if you were to come come at this list and not know fantasy yeah. and don't know anything about it and go oh these are the hundred best books yeah. oh terry pratchett oh, i've heard his name yeah. uh, because the orangutans in his hat mm-hmm. um oh I'll, I'll give this a read Mm. No, how how dare you? But the wee men, it's fine, yeah. but it's young adult. Yeah. And is that Terry Pratchett at his peak? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. That's outrageous. Sorry, you go on. And uh, I 100% agree. And, yeah. Um, uh, for me, it's mainly the omissions. No, no. The biggest annoying part for me was the two books in the series. I, I cannot understand that at all. Okay, go. Like... Why would you not have Lord of the Rings? One book. No, you have two of the books. No, you have three of the books. All, all three on it? All yeah. three are on there. 
The wow. third one, the third one, <laughs> um, <laughs> is written by two people. For a start, yeah. is written by two people. Yeah, Only right. the first half was completely written by J.R. Tolkien. Yeah. The second half was written by his son, <laughs> and the third book yeah. is not good. Well, Come at me, but <laughs> yeah, it, the Battle of the Shire yeah. can fuck off. <laughs> Also, there's way too many young adult books. Sorry, can, can we just while we're on Lord of the Rings? Yeah, shoot. Okay, you boot the third book yeah. in the trilogy yeah. ahead of The Hobbit. Uh, you don't put The Hobbit in, but you put the three books as from one. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, well, no, you put the three books as one. No, and th- you don't that's put what the you Hobbit should in. do. I don't think The Hobbit should be there. But, oh. but at the same time, I'd The put Hobbit the should Hobbit be in. there for influence and stuff. Yeah, I'd put The Hobbit in before I put in Lord of the Rings. I don't. But, uh, um, yeah. and then, like... Absolutely, J.R.R. Tolkien should be in there. Definitely. 100%. But three times? Yeah. That, for, and one of those books he only half read, wrote? <laughs> Come on. And why should he... Why should there be book, multiple books from the same series at all? That, yeah. Like, that annoys... Alice, Alice Adventures in Wonderland? Fine. Yeah. Through the Looking Glass as well? Mm. What are you doing with yourself? <laughs> um, I don't know, like... There's two, 42 of the books is from the last 10 years. It's mind-blowing. So they the best book, best 100 best fantasy books, 42 of them from the last 10 years? Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Oh, uh, a book that we both really like mm-hmm. and an author we really like, Rage of Dragons by Evan Winter is on there. I like. I love that book. Yeah. I could name... It's not a top 100. 40 books yeah. which are more influential... Definitely. And I'm not going to say better because I think the Rage of Dragons is brilliant. So, one of the best things to come out in ages. But I think Rage of Dragons might have come in from the, um, uh, the uh, influence on the genre. Yeah. Because of the, it's not a white Arthurian, uh, you know, it, it's different. It's kind of the new school, but still not as heavy as other books. So it's not, uh, I, I even saw, uh, uh, this is interesting, I saw your favorite book of recent reading right. was recommended by, uh, why is that not on the list? What the, was the book? The the Space Necromancer. Ah, uh, f- <laughs> I'll tell you why that's not on the list. It's garbage. What was it, Gideon the Knight? Yeah. And, and that's the, not even fantasy. The guy wrote really. like a, an essay on why Gideon the Knight should be part of this list. Right. I don't even think Gideon Ninth <laughs> is fantasy. All right. All right. It, it's fantasy in the same way that June is fantasy. So, right. no. Now, you got space travel on there. You can't be fantasy. I'm sorry. No. I, Portal magic. Portal fantasy is space travel. Yeah, it's a different sort of thing. Yeah. I, can, can I just go through a couple of omissions yep. that I, I find astounding? Authors or books? Authors. Yeah. Just authors. Cause Stephen Erickson? Stephen Erickson, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, okay. Uh, Robin Hobb. Yeah, that's probably number one for me. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can go further back. Uh, no, Robert Howard. Uh, Are you talking about, like, influential and impact? Yeah. The Conan series? Yeah. Everything he did? There's no... Exactly. Uh, there's no William Burroughs. There's no... Uh, you, Fritz Lieber. Yeah, Fritz Lieber. Yeah. Like, they pioneers. They were driving the genre when the genre wasn't even big. yeah pioneers yeah. um joe abercrombie brent weeks yeah uh, uh scott lynch yeah like That's... any one of those could have been on there and it's fine yeah. there's a there's two names mm. which agree with me or don't cook. uh what cook black company grimdark 
Grimdark. Uh, there's no David Gemmell. Gemmell? Who? I never heard of this person. Literally the father of a genre through, of fantasy. I Literally. We, I thought we would go through one podcast without Gemmell. <laughs> I'm just saying, on this, you're telling me that David Gemmell doesn't get a book. Uh, fine, fine. Okay, he doesn't. But no David Eddings? Yeah. I, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan. When I was a kid I was. Yeah. And David Eddings did, was huge. He did leaps and bounds yeah. for the fantasy genre in the in the nineties. Yeah. KJ Parker, Django Wexler. Yeah. Like I, do you know, I hate him mm. but he writes very well. Yeah. And at one stage he, he he's been like number one times bestseller numerous times. Yeah. Robert Brooks. Ta- sorry, Terry Brooks. Yeah? No Terry Brooks. No. Uh, I even would like to see, there's only, uh, I think, two books that's not released in English as first language. Yeah. That's also something that's a huge omission, I think. Now, is there no good books out there? <laughs> no, I yeah. like... There's, there's uh, a few though. Like, uh, like I was saying, the what's it called? Over the Nightingale floor as like a ninja. Sure. Game, but they have fantastical elements. I pr- probably argue to have it on this list. Yeah. What's the worst book on here? That worst you, book Because yeah. I, I know for me what it is that just shouldn't be here. Apart from the uh, J.R. Tolkien, the third Lord of the Rings, Return of the King or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking through the list now. But there's some I haven't read, but... Okay. And for you? Um, yeah, obviously, I asked that question mm. just so I could answer it myself. Uh, this book, it's not a bad book, mm-hmm. but like Evan Winter, I can see the argument for it because okay. it's the best thing I've read in quite some time yeah. in that kind of genre. I don't agree that it's because my the thing that I liked about Evan Winter is almost that it's a throwback okay. to how fantasy used to be yeah. for me. And it's a bit different to modern fantasy, so I don't really agree with you, but I, I can see your point. Yeah. Um, Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo, or whatever yeah, it is. It's not good. No, it's not. But fine. But It's a very popular when it's young adult. But again, it's like... N- I don't understand. Where it, these because it's sold much? <laughs> it, it's a list made by... Uh, you're a big fan of him, N.K. Jameson. Yeah. Uh, fine. Does he warrant two books? No. Right. And I would like more of the classical different things, like Watership Down, like that type of book. Watership Down is in there. Yeah, I know, it's in there, but I want more of those books that actually... Yeah, see, that, Watership Down I had a bit of trouble with. Why? Because, yeah, it's fantasy, but it's... Is it? Yeah, but that's the thing. So how, what's the scope? Like, I think there's a lot of, of those. Like, and then if that's there, then you should have uh, Murakami. Is that you should have Murakami. Yeah. You 100% should have Murakami. So, yeah. So this list is defunct. <laughs> I, I never really thought of fan, uh, Watership Down as fantasy. I, obviously, maybe it is. Yeah. It's not Alan Dean Foster in here. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm sorry, mate. Like, it may be a little bit influential and whatnot, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Philip Pullman yeah. and those books are not that great and even if they are he doesn't warrant two mentions you know who's on here uh, twice who Neil Gaiman no, yeah no, no the books that you just mentioned 
Yeah. Uh, Jameson books. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. They were awesome. They won awards. But they did win awards. <laughs> I didn't particularly like them, but they won awards. And I can yeah. see why they're on here. But two? No. I, Tigana by Guy Gavro K, K is on there. Yeah. And I think it should be. Yeah. But I, it also speaks to what this list is. Yeah. Where it's like, if you just Googled fantasy, 100 fantasy that you need to read or 100 influential fantasy, that's going to come up. You know, the puppy war and the Dragon Republic, same yeah. thing. You maybe could argue for the puppy war, yeah, but it's not the top hundred. No, it's a good book, but it's not the top hundred. But where's um? I'm just thinking about it. Just there now. We're we're literally we're just bash this. I I think I've read a lot of hundred best lists, and that for me this is the worst I've ever read. Yeah. I, I think it's is, horrendous. The worst part is that uh, because it's time, yeah, give it more credence, yeah. Then you should. Where's Gulliver's Travels? Yeah. Um, Two Lewis Carroll books? <laughs> Two C.S. Lewis books? Yeah. Like, fine. They are... Like, you can understand Lewis Carroll, C.S. Lewis, you know, of their time, influential. Yeah. But you read them now, like, they're not that great. And there's uh, Cersei uh, by Madeleine Miller. I just read it. I loved it. It was good. Mm. But that's almost into the historical uh, like then you have a whole more genre that you open up Here, here's the thing yeah. so Arabian Nights is in there it's the first book yeah, yeah. if you're throwing Arabian Nights yeah. I want the Iliad yeah exactly I want the Odyssey yeah <laughs> you're telling me Odyssey isn't uh, historical fantasy Oh, that's like 100% oh, well, it's not historical fantasy it's fantasy that's a portrayal yeah. of his life but if Arabian Nights is in there <laughs> I know uh, yeah no so I think, if anything, they got more views on this list than they expected just because it's bullshit. It's, it's a terrible <laughs> list. Everybody's like clicking the link. It's like, what? And yeah. then sending it to somebody else and going. <laughs> Do you know what? It's not even... Like, we obviously have our opinions. Yeah. And one day we should sit down and hash out with our the top 100 fantasy Ooh, books. That'd be nice, yeah. We absolutely should. We should hash it out. Because I think we'd come up with a balanced list. Yeah. Because we're both... We both vary in our what we like. We have a few books we mm. both agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly on, but yeah. then we have different tastes. Absolutely. I think we should do that one day. Yeah. Our list would not be this list. It. I'm not saying this because it doesn't have authors I like. Because mm. I think David Gemmell Legend should be on the 100 best. Yeah. I do. But I'm also, I can also admit that I'm a bit biased. Yeah. And that's great. Where the frick is Magician by Raymond E. Feist? Yeah... I, anyway, anyway, <laughs> but that's that's not why I'm saying this list is garbage. This list is garbage yeah. just because of some of the books it has on it. And just, it really does read like somebody who, yeah. is, who does not like fantasy and they've just Googled yeah, most of it. Yeah, like a hipster. Yeah. This should be on because it's yeah. cred, credibility, and, but I didn't read it. But just yeah. It it's, yeah, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. Oh, well. And How many of these books would you bring to your hundred list? Uh, it's still, it's still like maybe like thirty. Yeah, I like, would probably maybe go forty. So there's good books, definitely good books. Like yeah, thirty, forty, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think a big problem is like you go back to the, the beginning. Mm. I I think you would have to discount uh, things like the Arabian Nights. I think that's gone. Mm. I think you would have to limit it to things which are a hundred years 
old yeah. or maybe a little bit more because yeah. otherwise you're just getting into like you've got to include so much more then you're you're what yeah, uh midsummer's night stream exactly plays with fantastic yeah moments, do you know you, you got to go into that so i think yeah. you would have to start yeah almost like a hundred you know turn of the century yeah i i think you would like uh yeah i i think you would alice adventures in the wonderland fine but i i wouldn't include it i think that's fantasy before fantasy yes and there i would probably make like 10 books yeah or something where you go okay this is the first step then second step yeah step, sure okay so maybe this is how we got to where we are yeah that no mr norrell and jonathan strange yeah even Blood in the mist don't know it uh, it's uh early i think it's I don't know how old it is, but it's, yeah, it's one of them that's like okay, yeah. builds upon it. But yeah, this list, mm. no, no, I, I, like five children and it. I, I, I read that as a child, mm. and fine, but I again. Did it drive you into the fantasy genre? No, no it, it's thing. a good book, but mm. I don't think you're allowed it. I think for fantasy, you'd you'd have to. I think you can only go back turn of the century. Yeah. I think so because, yeah. All right, let okay. I, well, sorry, I'm just. <laughs> I we're, we're both we're both just looking at lists, and I'm yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I, I can't I can't. Like Ursula, Ursula Le Guin. Yeah. Yeah, should be on there. Definitely. But one book. Yes. Or and, like one mention for the main series. Yeah. Yeah. And if she's on there, then um, oh, what's the woman's name? Uh, uh, LeMay not LeMay uh, what am I thinking of Deborah, uh, do you know what I'm thinking of well I, I'm thinking of a different thing I'm thinking of the writer of the cleft one the Oscar uh, no not Oscar the, um, was Catherine Kerr she's in there I think is she yeah no it was Anne McCaffrey I was thinking of Anne McCaffrey yeah. is Anne McCaffrey in this yeah because that's who I'm thinking of oh uh, she is yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. if or, you know it's just it's not good man like, it's i i think this is the worst remember we did that um we yeah, did do top 10 yeah a fantasy you must read exactly uh, that was a better list than this like could yeah yeah um yeah yeah maybe well uh, from this list I could recommend two people more books. Yeah, <laughs> I never heard any of them. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, yeah, this is horrible. But it's an interesting thing to look at. Yeah, but it almost feels clickbaity. It it is. It is. Yeah, and I, I expect higher from. Yeah. they're not the best. They're not the economists, but still, like, right? Uh, George R. R. Martin, mm -hmm. right? who has won numerous awards, yes. is one of the most celebrated writers of our time, yeah. has less books than J.K. Rowling. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying about that, because fine, J.K. Rowling, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, great. But are J.K. Rowling's books better than George R. R. Martin's? No. Like she sold more, sure, yeah. but no. Yeah. Leif, we got to call it. Okay, okay. we got to call it. Uh, so would you recommend this list to your friends? Yes, for a laugh and giggle. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> it's it's outrageous. Which give me your last take on it. Um, too many young adult books, uh, and it's not enough fantasy for a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, um, I I got nothing else to say. I'm just flabbergasted. Right. Uh, Terry Pratchett is probably happy to be on the list, but <laughs> maybe not for that book. No. All right. Uh, I've been Ron V. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back again with a new episode quicker than it took us to get this one out. Yeah, sounds like a goal. Yeah, Let's do all right. It. <laughs> so I'm Ron V. Thanks very much for listening. With me as always. Have a nice one. Life out. Okay. Oh, and you... Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you, Moses, for the theme music. And you can find us at tangentaldiatribe at gmail.com. Okay, and that's tangential, T-A-N-G-E-N-T-A-L, diatribe as diatribe is spelled, at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the list.